Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic starting now. Welcome to today's Exploring the Prophetic. I love our season we're in. Uh, season four, if you haven't been with us on the journey, you have a lot to catch up to if you want to, because there's incredible stories. I love that we're able to highlight people to you who are living out, seeing God transform them through his voice and then transform the world around them. And our guest today, Todd Lawler, is a wheelchair rolling speech embedded cerebral palsy minister of the gospel and is the founder and executive director of Mobilized Ministries with a real critical mission to mobilize missional living, expanding the good news of Jesus and his kingdom among daily existing spheres of influence. I mean, this is incredible because he's in Dallas, he's in Hollywood, they're mentoring people in the entertainment industry right now, but they also have just released a best-selling book, Weak is the New Strong, God's Perfect Power in You. And I love how Todd just at face value, you have to ask some big questions because he's a cerebral palsy minister. And he believes in the healing power of God, but God's used this weakness to get him into places that he would have never got into without it. And he's unashamed and not bashful, not embarrassed, but totally empowered as a person. I love it. He takes all the energy and the power out of and the stigma off of having cerebral palsy and just makes you just so in love with this who, who he is as a person. And I, I love that, you know, the book title, Weak is the New Strong. What a picture of how he's living. He is living a strong life. And he released it in 2020, which I also think is interesting because we need examples of what strength can look like in the midst of weakness right now more than we ever have before. And when God speaks to us, he invites us past our, our talents, our skills, our weaknesses, all the things that we have, whether they're good or they're hard and bad. He invites us past them to live in his grace or to live it with his reach or his strength in a way that we couldn't without him. And I love the voice of God because you get called to do things you would have never done out of based on your own dreams. I love Ephesians 3.20 says, beyond your wildest dreams or beyond what you could hope for or imagine. And our guest today is a definite example of that. You're going to love him. Stay tuned for Todd. God has wired you for hearing his voice. And this isn't rocket science. Through my best-selling book, Translating God, I introduce a love-based approach to the revelation gifts like prophecy and words of knowledge, then bring you on a full circle journey biblically on how to practice these gifts right now in your life. Be your own best personal prophet, and then have the authority from that place to speak to the world around you. We have an anniversary bundle available for you right now that you can get at our website at www.bullsministries.com. In this anniversary bundle, you're gonna get Translating God the book, Translating God, the workbook, and also our brand new e-course that you're gonna love. We just made it really practical. It's gonna take you on the whole journey of how to translate God for you and the world around you. I wanna welcome my guest, Todd Lohler, to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast today. And Todd, you are one of the most unique people I've ever had the privilege of knowing. Welcome. Oh man, I am super stoked to be with you, son. Are you kidding? Like it's my privilege. Hey, son. So this, 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 
is the time of the podcast where people speed up the podcast because I talk really slow. Please <laughs> impediment. And that will make you sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> I already talk extremely fast. So the two of us together should be quite the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, with, with people in Hollywood ask me where I'm from, I say Texas, and then they reply, oh, so that's why you talk so slow. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, well that, oh, it's, so it's Texas palsy instead of cerebral palsy. Texas, Texas palsy instead of cerebral. That's amazing. well i want to take the listeners on a journey of your life because you are i mean your mind thinks a lot faster than you can talk you were one of the smartest guys and you just released a new book called the weak is the weak is the new strong which is trending all over the place and you mobilize believers really to share their faith and who they are talk to me about how just your Christianity started in this journey of life, especially having cerebral palsy and still being actively a person who preaches and takes platforms and interviews like this. Take us on a journey. Well, the Lord changed my whole life in the 1997. Mm. I was so um, into about not only my cerebral palsy, but um, just about being a young man at 26. And um, the Lord met me in a coffee shop and he showed me for the first time, the Holy Spirit highlighted Second Corinthians twelve nine, where the Lord mm. told oh, my grace, my emergency favor is all you need. For power is made perfect in your weakness, and wow. right there, right there, I, I the, the Holy Spirit tears falling from my face. And I said, Lord, thank you so much for your power. Even, even though weakness is not from you, Lord, thank you for how you use this as a conduit to d- display your power. And then ever since then, my life has not been in spite or despite of my weakness, but it's because of God's Power. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, that's that's a radical story. So even in the midst of having cerebral palsy, you actually saw this as something that God could use in an incredible way, which I think that that's a big one for people when you have a weakness that like something either you're born with or something that happens to you through an accident. It can be a physical, emotional, mental, any of these kinds of things. A lot of times people just disqualify themselves. But what I love about you is that you have through the power of Jesus and his love have received his qualification and you you helped to qualify others of all types because of that. Tell us about your ministry and what you're doing. Well, uh, we 
Daughter Mobile Life Ministry, and we are passionate that you, the minister, has the most powerful ministry that we know because you are in four spheres of influence that no one else can reach among your family, friends. Co-workers and strangers that the Holy Spirit helps me every single mm. day. So what we do is we, we mobilize the disciples to see their everyday life as a very impacting ministry. That is so good. And you guys are doing it in a broad way. You're based both in Dallas and in Los Angeles, and you moved here because God gave you a heart for Hollywood. Talk to us about entertainment and Hollywood. I think that we share that that calling and that passion. Yeah. I love how you started um, a, a church body um, right in the midst of the entertainment industry. Thank you so much for how you did that. Oh, it was totally just like you moving here. It was a God thing. It just it just happened because God gave me a heart of his love for those who've been, you know, really marginalized by the church, which is people in the entertainment industry. I remember Heidi Baker told me, for those of you who know Heidi Baker from Irish Ministry, said, I'm called to about herself. I'm called to the most spirit, the most naturally poor people who are emaciated, who are left and behind, who are in war zones and and the worst places, the dumps and these kinds of things. But you're called to the spiritually poor in spirit that they're so poor, but they don't even know it. And she, I remember when she said that to me, I went, "Oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is." Yes. Why will we will we want to merge like the ones who have the most impact? If good, God did not to do that. God touched the heart of the ones who have influence, and He uses that for His glory. Yeah, that's so good. So, what are you guys doing in the midst of? You moved out here. You now live in the Los Angeles area, and you have for a little while now. What has God been uh, leading you guys into? Tell us some stories. We meet with um, actors, directors, producers. It takes a, a ministry a few years to get off the ground when they expand to a new place. But God has supernaturally opened doors for us. And um, what um, we have many different aspects to, to mobilize ministries. We have a local, national, and worldwide aspect, but locally, I'm super stoked about what we do in one-on-one missional life coaching. I meet with actors and directors and Wow. Help them see their life on set and off set as a powerful ministry. Wow, that's so awesome. I didn't actually know you did that. So I'm so glad you're 
I know that now because we can refer some people over to you guys, which is so good. But tell me this. Okay, let's go. Let's be super real because you talk about this openly. You have cerebral palsy. You believe that God can heal. That's just part of who you are. You believe in the fullness of the kingdom. And yet you're not healed. And you have this leadership calling. You have these things on your life. How do you reconcile that? And when people talk to you, because I'm sure people are curious, like, you know, how do you uh, look at life with this thing that, you know, life has handed you, not God, but life has handed you, like you've said, and I love how you're thriving in the midst of it. So I, I'm I'm the biggest cheerleader of like, look what God can do. But talk about that a little bit, because that's a hard one for you and for others around you at times who first get to know you. And a lot of other people are dealing with this in their own lives. Like and some people even put themselves on hold until God does more in their life. So, and I love how you didn't do that. You said, no, we're going to go for it. When you were 26, you had the encounter and you've been running ever since. What I Tune in on what you just to see. It's just that about putting your life on hold. Because when God supernaturally revealed that his power is uh, is this way to my weakness. I mean, when I say that, I think, well, I think, well, because ever since then, he has Taking me all over the, the world from Rio wow. to Haiti, wow. state universities all over the United States to share the goodness of Jesus and the and his power. Sean, God could heal me right now during this podcast, but we are never in waiting. We're never on hold. <laughs> God wants his power to flow through healing. God wants his power to flow through weakness. And I think weakness is the most ignored conduit of God's mm. power. But, but even Paul says Jesus died on the cross, yet he rose in the uh, He said, he died in weakness. And we even God became weak. God wow. as a baby, Emmanuel to be with us. God became weak again on the cross. I mean, that blood that, that makes us clean reveals God's weakness. But but just like he overcame, he he, is, he was the same power to be flowing through every weakness that you have. Wow. This is so good, which is what your book really addresses and touches on. I'm thinking of my friend, Rabbi Jason Sobel, who's a rabbi here in Los Angeles. And he was talking to me uh, just over Hanukkah. We did Hanukkah, you know, just over a month and a half ago or whatever, a month ago. And he said, you know, Sean, I think it was a bigger miracle that God came as a baby than even that he died for us, that he came to the weakness of a child. And I love how your book kind of goes over some of this principle because all of us, no matter what the weakness is, we all share that as humans, we have weakness, but God is so strong. Weak is the new strong. I'm holding your book right now. Although our listeners can't see it, I'm holding it. Tell me about why you wrote the book. Oh, what? It's funny because right now we're in, Hollywood and 
Hollywood, as you know, entertainment, movies, TV, they show that life is all about strength, right? And the yeah. strength is all about what you do see. You know, you know the muscles, the um, perfect bone structure. And at the same time, when I meet these people, they're really insecure about different weaknesses that they have, just like we are. And it's time in the Lord's church for us to not be insecure anymore for what he intended for his power to flow through. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. So what are the kinds of subjects that we can expect? I, I just want to highlight this book for real. What are the kind of subjects that we can expect through your story and through this book? Okay, I want to talk about some of the things that you that you might not expect. And let's start with the most tangible thing on earth, and that is finances. Um, our finances, what is so funny is that when we see low finances, low numbers in our bank, we think that that is small, but in the kingdom of God, in his word, he multiplies finances. So, Sean, before I um, got my first job in ministry, I went a few years after I got my, my master's, I was jobless. And sad to say, oh, wow. and sad to say, it was by discrimination um, from church leaders. Who, yeah. who, um, I was in the top three of every position that I applied for because of my endorsers and in my experience. But when they um saw that I had the the part of my life that shows Jesus the most, um, they would knock me out. Wow. Um, um, but, um, but, but, um, but so I, um, had to live by, by faith with my finances, and um, I, I would be faithful and the disciple people and travel and speak, but but then the Lord told me to tithe twenty percent instead of ten. Wow. And he told me that I was supposed to get out of all my credit card debt. And he told me that I was supposed to um, pay off my college loan. And oh, seriously, seriously, this did not make sense to, 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 to me, me, me at all. But every time I got, I was 
tied 20%. Wow. Sean, during this time, I had my own nice apartment with a garage. I got out of debt. Uh, I had savings in the bank. And and and, and me and no financial sense except for when King Jesus sees you use your weak resources for him, he will bless you. As you know, he loves to bless. <laughs> yes, this is so good. I was gonna ask you a question about like um, just some of the powerful moments where you've heard from God and where he's moved you forward. You just answered one of them in that season when you could, you know, you were being discriminated against and you weren't getting a job and yet God still blessed you and prospered. You. I love how you lived above a natural thing that was even happening by good believers, well-intended believers who didn't, a lot of times they don't even know they're discriminating or they don't know their, uh, they don't know their biases. And I think we're learning that in America right now, but I love that God spoke to you and that he was faithful to you in the midst of that, because it takes a lot of excuses away from people who, uh, you know, might say, well, it's just not going to work. And you didn't take, it's just not going to work as an option. You said, no, I'm going to trust God. And he did that. What are some other times you've heard God in powerful ways where he's led you? Wait, I would like to share a story about when I got out out of seminary. Let me to tell you, I with these seminary at the background that I am from did not teach sadly about God speaking. So, so Sean, I thank you so much for because that's the key to thriving in Christ. Oh, yeah. So, thank that. you so much for for your your ministry, but. I remember um, the first roommate I had after college, and and, and many people who are listening to me right now, you will know his name. His name is Michael Miller. Yes! Later known as the founding pastor of the multi-campus upper room. I love upper room churches. They're just so good. I love Michael. I went to Israel with them last January with a small group of us and him and his wife and his family. I just, they're, de- I know they're dear to you too. They're mutual friends, but he was your roommate. Yes. And he would, he, he took me to a prayer night and I, I, I just prayer night. Um, I saw something that I had never seen, and that is uh, people speaking of our lives and, and encouraging them in a very um, life-giving way. And then uh, all of a sudden, someone dropped a bomb in my in my. <laughs> and, and and they perfectly said, Todd, you will write a book about wow. about God's power in weak 
Oh my gosh. All the way back in college. Yeah. And so this was in 2000. The book didn't get published until, until 2020. And I mean, that something so alive in the memory. And then, and then, and then, so then the prophetic ministry, I got so many stories, but it has, it has radically changed my life. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and during the, the, this time, um, the Lord told me through them and just through his spirit that this book would be, um, would speak to the charismatic church um, because uh, yes, the Lord power is real, but what about all the weaknesses people experience until that healing, right? And so mm-hmm. he told me that it would get it would get, it would minister to that group and back wow. then Sean with my um, um, experience Experiences with the Mary Church back then. I had doubts, but my mother received a faith and said, Lord, I would love to see you do that. And now, John, this book is sold at two of the most biggest Hispanic church bookstores in the nation. That's awesome. And, and I was just a guest on. A, um, a talk show on TV that that is um, huge in the Christmas church movement, and that was all because of a prophetic. Wow! Yeah. Well, I just love that. I love how when we entrust God with our lives and how He leads us, how He just so specifically He put inside of you a book that took a long time to manifest. So, I mean, that's ten years, a decade. But what a timing that it came out in 2020, the year that everybody's life is unstable and feeling weak. So many people went through a weakness they'd never gone through before. Society and the world did. It was almost like a world war, like what people have gone through in World War One or World War Two. We just all went through something that was very traumatizing and made people feel very um, small in a lot of ways. And I love that your book came out because in the midst of the smallest things, God can be the largest. And your life, obviously, you've allowed yourself to be vulnerable and share this with people in such a real way. And you're a man of joy, which is so encouraging. What we, we have to come to our end now, but like leave us with just some final thoughts about just God, who God is in the midst of our weakness. Amen. What? As you know, this, this past year, we have seen many weakness yeah. yeah, and one and one of them is racial. The need for for racial reconciliation. Yes, and my book is a whole chapter about how when we are transparent in our weakness, we that the Lord will break down walls of cultural walls. Yes, and 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 this year we have faced physical weakness and the Lord's power is manifested through that. This year people have faced 
going into weaknesses and we just talk about how God wants us pour financial blessings on those who are faithful with their weak finances. And so, um, yeah, I, I just want to encourage the, the listener right now to stop and be thankful for every single weakness that they, you have. But mm. more than that, be thankful for God's power that wants to use that as a do it to show his glory. Yes. It's so it's so profound. I love how God uses everything. And I yeah, I think of Corey Tembo, she's one of my spiritual heroes that Billy Graham introduced the world to. And Corey at one point was in Auschwitz because her and her family were saving Jewish people and they got captured. And uh and they got lice during that time. And her sister looked at her and, and Corey said, Why would God allow this? I just can't stand this. I I think God is mean. He's not good. And her sister said, Corey, thank God for everything, even this. And she's like, I can't thank God for life. And she ran in the bathroom crying. And one of the women prison guards came in and said, you women should be grateful that you have life because none of the men are going to rape you because of it. And they had life the entire time they were in there. They never got raped. And she looked at that and just, that was one little thing where she's like, wow, the trade-off of having a little problem, but getting such a big virtue that is kept inside of me was worth it to me. And I could see what God was doing to this. And I feel like, you know, life is successful to those of us who choose to see God in perspective, no matter what weakness we face. And I love your book so much. Here's what I want to do. First of all, if you want to get involved with Todd uh, Lawler, you can go to mobilizedministries.com. And he has sent us an extra copy of his book. So if you guys want to share it, weak is the new strong, God's perfect power in you. If you want to share this, as you're listening to the podcast and you tag Sean Bowles, hashtag Sean Bowles and hashtag Todd, L-O-L-L-A-R, then we're going to get this book to one of you who makes the tag. So make sure to tag both Sean Bowles and Todd Lawler, and you're going to get uh, a chance to, to be given this book from our ministry to yours. It's actually from Todd to yours because he gave it to us first. I have my copy, but I'm going to give a copy away to one of our listeners right now. Thank you so much, for Todd, for being on and sharing your life with us today. Uh, I was telling this was a blessing, and thank you for your for, for your heart and ministry. Well, I want to thank you more. We're gonna just we can't out thank each other, I guess, because I I think much more highly of, of you than you probably do of me. I just I am so inspired by you. Thanks again, and visit him at his website. Thanks for listening. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more. 
or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing, and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.